Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the breakthrough success coach and your powerful presence mentor. Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the exponential success coach. I have Fred Moskowitz as my guest today. He is uh, a, a super interesting guy. I got a chance to talk with him ahead of our our podcast today. Um, he is into all kinds of things. I look down at my notes as I as I tell you that he is a best selling author. He educates people about investments, and um, he's a an investment fund manager. Among other things, today we're going to talk about what it means to plan tomorrow by planting seeds today. And um, that's something that I am fond of as you look at who do you want to be tomorrow? Who are you becoming? And what does that mean you have to do for yourself? And how do you have to, what values do you need to live in into now? I don't think I've ever had a, an investment fund manager on before. And so with that, Fred, welcome to One Sharp Sword. Hello, Dr. Wayne. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So you didn't just sort of uh, land in investment fund land, right? So talk a little bit about what are you doing now and give us a, a clue a little bit about how you got here. like. Did you, you know, in, in high school, you didn't think, oh, I'm going to go into investment funds, like something, something happened for you along the way. No, absolutely. Uh, It's been, it's been quite a journey for me and I'll share a little bit about it with you. I started out with having this very long, successful career working as a computer engineer. And I spent a lot of time working at different technology startup companies, real exciting. I loved, I loved what I was doing. Unfortunately, I went through this whole series where I watched my entire industry get turned completely upside down from the bursting of the dot-com bubble and around that time, that was immediately followed by the September 11th terrorist attacks. Mm. And so what I realized was that I was way too dependent on the income for my job. I loved the work I was doing. I loved it so much. However, my job was always seemed to be full of all these circumstances that were completely out of my control. And so what I learned was that no matter how talented of an engineer I was or how valuable of an employee I was, the bottom line was that if things were not going well financially at the company or in the industry overall, that I could quickly lose my job through no fault of my own. And so I came to the realization that I needed to have other sources of income so that I wouldn't be so dependent on the paycheck for my job. And with that, that led me to pursuing investing, investing in ways that I could generate income streams for myself 
to bolster the work I was doing, the engineering work I was doing. And with that, I turned to alternative investments, uh, which is is a broad, broad area, but that's what got me started. It's all about building and buying assets that generate income for you. And so that starts to um, change your financial picture and it offers a lot of stability because whether you decide to you're you're working or not you have other income coming in because let's face it life happens to all of us and there may be times in your life where you're not working it could be due to uh, health issues and illness uh, either for yourself or for a loved one that you you have to care for them uh it could be the the birth of a child uh, which is a wonderful thing. Well, what if you want to take longer than just a couple of weeks off from work to spend time with your newborn, right? And if you have other income streams, it gives you that that flexibility. And and we also have the unfortunate events, like I mentioned, there could be downsizing or a change in the economy, change in industry. And so having other options is something that's a game changer because I I feel that we don't pursue income, pursue wealth for the money. A lot of times at the heart of it, it's because we all want options. We want to have options and choices and being in a better financial position really allows for that. So you can spend time doing the things you want to do when you want to do them. So let me let me pause you there because you said so much that's so important. First of all, uh, what I know is that the one thing that we all want is a sense of freedom. So just starting with the last thing you said, which is doing the things you want when you want to do them, that's freedom. And um, backing up to one of the first things you said is that you realized you were dependent on your job, and I learned. Um, many years ago that job is J-O-B and J-O-B often stands for just over broke. That so many people are in a job where they are living paycheck to paycheck. J-O-B, it's they're just over broke. They're just making it. They're just making it through. And um, and I want to underscore the importance of what you're bringing today, which is you need to have, this is from you directly, you need to have other sources of income besides your job because you could love your job. And, um, you know, I've had many jobs along the way before I, I started my own business that I loved and I knew that I wasn't making a ton of money in a job. Um, but I loved them. So I stuck with them. And then I started my own business and and the world opened up to me in a way that I hadn't I knew it was possible. I hadn't known it was this possible. So um, you are about to tell us about alternative investing because most people think of, I think most people think of investing as um, needing a portfolio, you know, a a stock portfolio, something like that. So alternative, alternative investments talk about like, 
what are the levels? Like if, if yeah, someone's getting a, a J-O-B job, can somebody get into alternative investments? If somebody is a successful entrepreneur, uh, what's the, you know, the next level two, three, four up that they can start investing? What are alternative investments and um, what are the returns? What's the value of them? What are the risks? Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about that and and how accessible they are to each of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are many types of alternative investments and let's define what that is. For me, uh, it is investing in assets, an asset that you can control, that you can own, and it generates income for you. And a lot of times, most people, all they know about investing is the Wall Street products, the Wall Street offerings, your stocks, your mutual funds, and those type of things. And for many people, the experience they have, the investing experience they have is participating in their 401k plan at work. And they always hammer this into you. You got to diversify. It's important to have a diversified portfolio. Well, guess what? If you have a 401k plan for your employer, and let's say they give you a half dozen different options to choose from, so you spread your money out among that, that's not diversified. You're 100% in the stock market. And so it's it's almost like a false sense of security. So let's talk about alternative investments. It's things like owning real estate. Right. You can own real estate, which is one of the most powerful uh, ways that wealth is is built uh, by owning real estate and holding it long term. But in addition to that, you can invest in in um, things like rights and royalties, for instance, having books or patents or even music, and those generate royalties for you. That's an asset. Another asset is owning a small business, one that you may or may not be directly involved in running yourself. Um, And my favorite, my area of expertise is mortgage note investing, where you can own a mortgage and be the one collecting the monthly payments on that. That's also an asset. So those are just some, some examples. But as far as accessibility, anyone can today, anyone can go out and write a book and sell that book, whether it's an ebook or a printed book. And that generates income for you, right? While you sleep, the same thing with offering a, a digital course or digital uh, digital product or or music even, right? Music, movies, all of these, they're digital assets, but they have uh, rights and royalties associated with them. And that's an income stream. It can be. Yeah. I, uh, I, I want to put a sort of a realistic... Uh, parentheses around the write a book. Um, You know, I have five books out there. And um, there's an investment not only in the writing, it's also in the publishing. Absolutely. And and then it's in the marketing. And so Mm -hmm. you have to recognize that just because you have a book, it doesn't mean people are going to buy it. People have to know about it. People have to, right? So people have to have access to it. Agreed. Um, 
And so uh, there are, the reason I'm saying that is that there are people that I've met that are like, well, how do I, you know, how do I get out there and how do I make tons of money? Maybe I'll write a book. And it's like, well, sometimes a book is a, is a really expensive business card. Yes. Yeah. There's marketing value to it for sure. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And sometimes in, in the marketing value, the return isn't immediate. And so, um, you know, when we talk about alternative, alternative investing, you know, it's to recognize that, um, and by the way, just as a, as a sidebar here, this is not, uh, this podcast is not intended to be investment advice or financial guidance. Um, so, um, it's to give you insight and, and, um, to allow you to start in, uh, exploring on your own. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sharing of ideas, things yeah. that you may find interesting, um, and maybe only one or two of them are relevant for you and that's okay. Yeah. There is, this is not one size fits all. Everyone right. has, has different uh, circumstances and what's right for one person may be totally not right for someone else. So I love, uh, you know, you, you gave us uh, a list. I'm reading from it at this point. Ta-da, I've made notes. <laughs> um, so I, I love that you said investing is like it starts to pay in when you invest in assets that you own and control. It's not just a 401k. Um, you suggested owning real estate, rights and royalties, um, a small business. And you said your favorite is mortgage note investing. Yeah. Um, how let's talk about each of those, if you don't mind, like let's walk through like real estate. There's so many different ways of owning real estate. There are. And it doesn't mean like for some people, the, the old version of the American dream. And I don't believe it's the current version of the American dream is, you know, you go to college, you get your degree, you buy a house, you have, you know, 2.8 kids and uh, a dog in the front yard and, um, I don't think home ownership is necessarily uh, the way that a lot of people are going to be investing in themselves. So let's talk about alternative investing and what what that is in terms of, you know, maybe maybe full on home ownership isn't available. You know, I'm based in California and in New York, and real estate values in both of those states are ridiculous. Yeah, and so very access, high, right? Accessibility to homeownership may or may not be a thing. That said, investing in real estate as an asset is a thing. And so how do we access that? How do we go, well, I don't have enough money currently to maybe buy a home, but I do have enough money to participate in a it's kind of a collective mm-hmm. right yeah absolutely there, a little bit. there are there are different partnerships uh different arrangements where you can participate um being a a fractional owner of of real estate think about this some of these big properties maybe a, a 500 unit apartment complex that's in your your town or city. 
a lot of times those are um, set up as real estate syndications where um, the manager goes and raises capital, and then they go out and buy buy that asset, and they share the profits with all of the investors. But the manager is the one doing the work, managing the property, uh, doing all the due diligence, all, all those things. And for some people that like the idea of real estate but don't want to be directly involved, it's a great option. It's a great way to do it. Um, and so that that is one way. And and then that opens up where it doesn't have to be locally to where you are. It can be anywhere. Uh, so so that's an option. And the same thing gets done with uh, with mortgage notes as well. Mortgage notes can be uh, you can invest in them by owning the the mortgage notes directly or by investing in in a fund where the fund manager raises capital and then they go out and buy all the notes. And the benefit there is that for the investors, they get to share, in the expertise, leverage that expertise of the fund manager, the experience they have, the relationships, all of these things. So it's all about, in both of these examples, it's about being a part of something that's larger than you on your that's own huge. and you can do on your own. Love that. And yeah. And so th- those are those are some different different ideas. Uh, some other, other strategies that I like. Um, are investing in you can invest in property that's not exactly where you're located maybe uh vacation vacation properties are very popular now so if there's somewhere that you like uh, a region that you like to visit for vacation well maybe you can own a uh, rental there maybe a, a, a small property a condo something that would be suitable for renting out for people on vacation and and a lot of times there's property management uh, already in place for for handling a lot of the, the day-to-day details which is is really nice so there there's definitely some different ways different options uh, for owning real estate, uh, some people like investing in commercial real estate, which are uh, properties that are rented out to businesses for their for their operation, whether it's retail or office space or a medical practice. They're, these are all different uh, different examples, and so there's no end to of no end of options available to us. Now a lot of times people think that um about about this type of investing people think that oh those are country club deals. I don't have access to that. Uh those are only for the rich, the well connected. Uh like I said the country club deals. Well that that's not exactly true. Now it does take work to to find these. You have to build personal relationships with people that are in active in the investment space, right? Uh, personal relationships, maybe with your CPA, your accountant, or maybe you join a local real estate investment group in your area. These are some different ways where you can be around others that are in this space and. Um, 
you meet people and you get to see who who's successful, who has a good track record, who has a good reputation, and see if there are opportunities to align with them. Love that. So um networking is not a bad thing at any point and recognize, you know, I, I part of part of the idea of one sharp sword cutting through to what matters most the idea of this podcast is that uh you begin to see what you are cutting through what you are leaving behind and and truly you leave something behind so that you can level up you need to be focused on the people you're choosing to associate with who are you hanging out with and when you begin to step into the arena of wow these guys have actually done this or these these people these these people that i'm choosing to now associate with are are they have portfolios maybe i can learn from them um it it puts you in a different place it does and you you know your world is one of offering that kind of guidance and you know you mentioned that that people could reach out to their CPAs, their accountants, their investment advisors. You're also obviously available um, and you have some downloads available. And we'll talk about that because I want people to go at the end of the show and your your downloads, your free uh, guide, uh, it will be in the show notes and we'll talk about that toward the end. Um, yeah, that I love what you said, Dr. Wayne, about... Um, the people you you associate, the people that you're around. And that is so true. Think about this. Let's say that you are at an income level. I'm just using income level as an example. Let's say sure. you're at an income level of $100,000 a year, right? And you want to get go higher. You want to um, build wealth. Well, what happens if you were to go to a workshop or an event where you there's a lot of million-dollar-a-year people that are there? And so you're spending some time around a different group of people. Well, maybe you'll be having conversations, having discussions, and the people that are at a million-dollar-a-year um, income level – they're having a different type of conversation. They have different problems, different challenges that uh, they're talking about. And even if you're you're listening in, you're participating in that, it starts to have an influence and an impact on you on an ongoing basis. And what you'll find over time is that you evolve because you're absorbing uh, a lot of this and it's going to start to up-level you, um, whether it's conscious or, or not. It's happening. It's absolutely happening. And then different relationships get formed. And then you start approaching things from a different lens, looking at the, the world through a different lens and seeing different opportunities. And so I feel that's so important is taking a look at the people that you're hanging around with. And I'll say this, if you find that uh, the five people you're spending the most time with, there's a bunch of negative people in your life that just complain, they have a negative outlook. Well, 
it'll probably do you a lot of good to change that up change up the the people that you're spending the most time with. Maybe you get into a different environment. Maybe you go somewhere else where you can serve others and volunteer and give of yourself. And that's going to put you around a different group of people. And then positive impact can come from that because you're contributing to others. You're spending time around other people that are up-leveling you and everyone benefits there. Uh, and I think that's really, uh, you, you've made a couple of important points. Hang around people that will, that that you can lift, right, with the energy you bring, and that you are learning from. You know, we we often, uh, we're comfortable with our, our social groups. And, um, you know, people will just banter about like, oh, you should invest in this, or you should invest in that. Um, take a look at their track record before you take their advice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's like that's like uh, going to a fitness trainer that's obese and and out of shape. Is that really the right a good fit for for you? You want to be around people that that are successful because success leaves clues. And so you're you want to change your habits. You want to change the inputs into your life. Whether it's really, you know, it, it's really about changing the way you think, right? Yeah. So habits habits start from uh, the way you think, and and you're right by saying uh, one of the things you said was um, you start to uh, you didn't say it exactly this way, but it's really about you start to absorb information by hanging around certain people. You know, if, you do. If you were listening to, if you were immersed in a foreign country and you heard different uh, words being used, you would start to absorb those words. You'd start to figure out what they meant. Same thing when you're when you're in the the land of finance, which for many people is a foreign land. Awesome. So start to learn this stuff. Um, you're gonna hear things about how to save on taxes. You know, a lot of people are, they're so looking forward to getting their tax return back. And um, I learned early on that it's like, I just gave the government a 0% loan yeah, by, you did. You know, by waiting for this tax, you know, this tax refund. Um, it's like, no, no, yeah, use the money for yourself. That money you could be using to get- um, To get- To slack. invest- yeah, some a greater return than zero. So, yeah, investing. You are listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. Wayne Purnell. You know you are bigger than the life you are leading. It really is time to attend to that thing you've wanted to do or have, but you've been putting off. It's time to step into that dream you've parked for someday. It's time to claim true well-being, both personally and professionally, without giving up the success that got you here. It's time to check out Dr. Purnell's signature small group retreat, the Exponential Success Summit. Explore ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. Seats are extremely limited as this is a very special small group event www.exponentialsuccesssummit.com. 
I know you're not you're not offering advice. What are you uh, What are you seeing as a a kind of a general return rate when someone invests in um, maybe as a, a fractional owner in a in a real estate syndicate? Yeah, those those vary all all across the board. But it's eight to twenty it's, somewhere in there, right? Isn't it? Yeah, that's that's fairly common and a lot of it comes down to how much risk you're you're willing to take on um and it's the same thing with uh with mortgage note investing it, it it's like can be from 6 to and get up into the double digits all based on how much risk you're you're comfortable with. And I would say with anything, any type of investing, if you're just starting out, just learning, go with something that's safer, that uh, gives you a chance to learn, to get comfortable with it, to understand what you like and what you don't like. And then over time, if you want to get more aggressive, you, you can do that. Um, and maybe maybe you decide, no, I'm, I like this where where I am. And there's no right or wrong but, answer. It, and, let's talk and a, a little bit about safety for a second because mm-hmm. you know we we hear about um we hear about risk. Yeah. Um, and and you know no risk no reward or the greater the risk the greater the reward. Um and so when you're talking about safer versus riskier um define that a little bit. What is you know if if someone's just starting out a safer kind of place to explore would be what? And if someone's like, you know what, I am just starting out, um, but I also have this this uh, little thing that I'm willing to, it is a gamble, I'm willing to gamble, um, given the potential rewards, hmm, what's riskier, but could also pay me back greater. So what's safer, what's riskier in, in your worldview? Well, there's different different classes. So in in real estate, for instance, as an example, the what I would say is the safest is investing in single family homes that are in um, middle of the road of the market. Why is that? Because that's the most common. There's the most people seeking that um and sure you can go invest in high end high value properties or extremely low end low value properties and they have their different pros and cons to them but i like the idea of being where you you buy an asset and then when it when if you wanted to sell it it's at a, a spot in the market where there's the most potential customers available for it. That's that's a safe place to be, because uh, when whenever it comes time to sell, whether you have to or you want to, there's going to be the biggest market, the biggest potential customer base available to to buy that, and so that that's safe. Safe also can be from the property location. Is it in a desirable part of town? Or is it uh, on the other side of the tracks, maybe in a less desirable neighborhood and less desirable area that's going to bring more risk with it? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about mortgage notes, we can look at uh, in that context, um, 
it comes down to the collateral, the collateral backing, the mortgage note, same thing. It's the characteristics of the property, the characteristics of the borrower paying on that loan. Do they have a good credit, good track record, all of those things. Um, and depending on uh, what it is, now, if you want to get into higher risk, for instance, well, maybe you buy a, a property or a mortgage note that may have some problems with it that have to be fixed. In the case of a property, it could be a property that needs to be updated and renovated. Uh, maybe the property is old or it's in poor condition and it needs work. So now you have to invest uh, time and money into that and... Um, manage all of those efforts but then in the end you've increased the value that's that takes more um more, there's more risk it takes more expertise that you have to be able to, to see a pro, a project like that through to completion and so we, see, we we see stuff like that on home and garden television for example yeah. it's like the the uh flip it kind of show yeah. it's like we bought this this place, it was really run down. We invested just a sh small amount of money and ta-da, we sold it for a ton of money. And um, what they don't show you is uh, it took months to do uh, what they did in a in a forty seven in, segment. Yeah, right? so, yeah, exactly. In a short um, segment. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's exactly true. So it's important to, to be educated, to know. Uh, what's all involved, and you you end up needing to build a team around you because you can't do all that alone. Um, don't try it. Get get a good team with you uh, that that's going to help you. In the world of of mortgage notes, this is something we do from time to time. We'll buy notes that have a problem with them. Maybe there's a title issue or some kind of documentation issue that has to be fixed, and so we bought that note at a discount because of the problems with it, but we know how to fix it. And so uh, it's like anything else. You put in the time and the money and you can correct almost any problem and it may take a while, but then in the end, you've now increased the value of, of your asset. And hopefully if you did things right, you're making money along the way as well. And so those are some things. This can also be done with a small business. How many times do you hear about a business that is being run inefficiently or there's some kind of problems in the business and someone else comes in, acquires the business, changes the management, changes the operational efficiency of it, and then increases the revenue and that changes the valuation of the company. Uh, we see this with businesses at every level, small and large. Well, describe your typical day, because when you say we, mm -hmm. um, it, it's you, it's a, it's a team behind you. Um, you look for opportunities where, and kind of, you know, if we, this is an opportunity for our audience to kind of hang out with you and level yeah. up a little bit with you. So, um, you know, basically you wake up, you grab your cup of coffee and you start to look at what, like what's on, what's on your radar screen, you know, in a, in a typical day. Yeah. Many things. Uh, but a big part of 
of what is done is focused on um, managing the investments we have ongoing. So we we we're doing um, oversight and and reviewing of all the assets we have. Uh, in addition to that, a big part of it is new acquisitions. Uh, what conversations are we having with other um, note sellers in the industry and note funds that we we may buy notes from uh, on an ongoing basis? And so there is a, a good amount of outreach and relationship building that happens on an ongoing basis. It's having those conversations. It's uh, working to establish deeper relationships with the people that you do business with. And that that's something I feel is, uh, is very important. And so we're always looking at deals, looking at opportunities and seeing where uh, we can place capital in, in a way that's beneficial, that is going to be generating a return and um, at the same time, minimizing any uh, chance of downside risk as well. And how so a, a lot. How would a normal person uh, say, wow, this is an opportunity and I would mm-hmm. want somebody to uh, guide me? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a couple of ways. So for, for someone wanting to get involved, someone wanting to learn, um, there are the most important thing is for any type of investing, get educated. Always start start with getting educated uh, by reading books, by attending workshops and seminars about the type of investing that that you do. And I feel that's so important to start with because with any investing, it's very easy to lose a lot of money quickly if you don't know what you're doing. And so get yourself on a road to becoming educated, to know how to conduct due diligence, to know how to analyze any transaction, to make sure that um, you're setting yourself up for success. Where would we start? Where would we start? Because it's easy to say, get educated. You know, it's sort of like, you want to learn French, go get educated. It's like, no, start, you know, start by uh, reading this, or you want to learn a guitar, go, you know, get flamenco lessons. It's like, no, you don't start there. You start with the basics. And so yeah. you want to learn finance, you want to learn investing, you want to learn about properties. Start with what? I'll, I'll share a few, few examples. If you want to learn about node investing, uh, certainly my book is a great great overview of the industry, how it works. Uh, Another book that I really like is called Invest in Debt by Jim Napier, that you can find that on on Amazon. Um, If you're interested in real estate, there's tons of books on that. Um, You can find them at your library on Amazon. You can join your local real estate investing group. There are groups all over the country. Say that again. Join what? Your local real estate investing group. Okay. There are many all over the country. It's called uh, a RIA, Real Estate Investment Association. Um, There 
is likely one in your city or town, wherever you live. And when you go to those, you're going to be around like-minded individuals and you'll find that there's some people just starting out. You'll meet others that are vet industry veterans and uh, own a lot of real estate. And so that's, that's a great way. Those groups um, are so beneficial because they offer education and training. Uh, They bring in, um, educators to come in and, and present and teach and have workshops. So it's it's a it's a great place for for anyone to uh, to start and spend spend some time around successful people um, in 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 the area of interest for you. That that's that's where I would start. Now going beyond that. Uh, look for industry conferences and events that you can attend, even if you have to spend some money to travel somewhere else. Do it; it's worth it. If it's something you're serious about, then don't be afraid to to invest money in that. Um, th- this is something that I find a lot of people are people are reluctant to invest in themselves, Ooh. and uh, I can't stress this enough. Y- Whatever you do, set aside some money in your own budget each year for for investing in yourself, whether that's hiring a coach uh, for your business or for you personally, that's that's money well spent. You're going to generate a a really uh, good amount of results from that. Uh, Investing by traveling to conferences that you can attend where you're going to learn something and you're going to be around successful people. There's networking opportunities there for you to learn from uh, and, and people to interact with and have those higher level conversations like we talked about earlier. It's so important. It's really important, Fred. Thank you. The uh, People don't tend to think about, oh, I'll set aside money to invest in myself. Um, the returns are incredible because the shortcut like we have we have time and money mm-hmm. those are the two freedoms that most people want i want more time i want more money you can make more money you can't get back time and so when you invest in yourself you're actually shortcutting the learning curve um because you're focused on you your growth you're focused on uh learning from experts and getting a perspective that you don't currently have. So um, thank you for saying that. It's like, it's, it's huge. You know, if I wanted to uh, learn a foreign language, I could read a book or I could hire a tutor. Yeah. Right. And, and I would learn more by hiring a tutor. If I wanted to learn about my blind spots, I could keep a journal or I could hire a coach or do both. And, the learning would be a lot faster with a coach. If I want to learn about investments, I'm going to hang with people that know about investments. And so it, it's huge. Let's um, let's take a minute. You mentioned a book, but you didn't plug it. So let's go ahead and plug your book. Like, what's the name of the book okay. that you wrote? And Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah, my book is called The Little Green Book of Node Investing. It's available on Amazon. And this book is a introductory 
level overview of the entire node investing arena uh, of the business, the industry, how it works, talk about why notes are sold on, on the secondary market, as well as some some of the tactics that that you use to to find notes, how to analyze them and uh, compare one to another, uh, how to perform due diligence so that you know what you're looking at. Also, uh, if you're considering investing in a note fund, it talks about how to analyze that, how to see which note fund might be right for you, and also conducting due diligence uh, in in that area as well. And uh, there is uh, a few chapters also dedicated to how to use your retirement account uh, funds to do node investing, which is a really nice strategy I, I like to always talk about, teach about. And so th- this book, it's great for someone that wants to get an introductory level overview of, of this um, asset class and how it works. And that that can help you to determine if it's something that uh, that you want to pursue at a deeper level. I love that. Thank you. Little Green Book of Note Investing, one of the many ways of doing alternative investing and um, planting seeds now for the tree that will grow tomorrow. Yes. Um, you don't, you don't wait until tomorrow to go, gosh, I wish I had a tree, right? You start with, with the steps that it takes to grow a tree. And sometimes that is um, as simple as clearing the land where you're, you know, clearing your I'm using a metaphor, obviously, I hope it's obvious, clearing space for yourself to actually plant the seeds for what you want tomorrow. So um, learning, right? Start by learning. And little little green book of note investing is a great place to start. So awesome. Um, Fred, let me ask you this. We're, we're coming close to the end of our time together. Is there something that you had wished I had asked you or um like uh uh any points that you were hoping to have made and we didn't make them yet yeah the the main um the thing that i really want to highlight is something i touched upon earlier it's and it's this one of the most important investments that any of us can ever make is investing in ourselves um i'll tell you I'm from Philadelphia, and uh, I look to someone that is one of my heroes, is one of our founding fathers of this country, Benjamin Franklin. He left us with this quote, an investment in knowledge always pays the highest dividends. And so I found that to be so true. And that that's one of one of the main principles that, that I love that I incorporate into my life, it's invest in yourself, invest in your education, seek to always be a, a lifelong learner and uh, and grow and get around like-minded individuals. When you do that, that's going to really set you up for success. Sound advice, uh, <laughs> sage advice. Uh, thank you so much. It's really, you know, invest in yourself and an investment in knowledge always pays off. So thank you for quoting Ben Franklin on that one. Um, you can contact Fred, uh, 
at fredmoskowitz.com. Yeah, Fred Moskowitz. And um, Fred has asked to, if you are interested in getting his free download on, um, I guess you have a guide that that you're giving to people. Yeah, yeah. You have a a special URL. You have a, you created your own uh, landing page for that, which is giftfromfred.com. So, yes. It's a lot easier to spell than fredmoskowitz.com. <laughs> so uh, th- that's an alternative. You you can go to giftfromfred.com. Cool. And if you prefer to use your mobile device, you can text me as well by texting the keyword money to this phone number, 215-461-4433, and then following the prompts. All of that will be in the notes. Okay. So uh, if you missed any of that, go to the show notes. You'll see text money to 215-461-4433 or land on uh, the the website giftfromfred.com or go to fredmoskowitz.com. Um, and or go to Amazon and get the uh, little green book of note investing. There's so much you're offering us. I appreciate it. I appreciate just the, uh, you know, even if our audience members got a spark or two about, wow, I, you know, things are possible. I could do this. I could do that. I think that's fabulous. So um, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show today. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, and there's so many, you know, it's it sparks so much uh, possibility, which really is what One Sharp Sword is about, is cut through and cut out what no longer works and allow yourself to step up uh, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually. And, you know, financially, there's so many different ways of doing that. So, uh, and, and to recognize and remember as an individual, you're worth it. Right. And the finance, the financial path is there. So, um, you know, different ways of, of accessing it. And, um, while none of this was financial advice per se, it is a, uh, it is intended to spark your thoughts and to get you, uh, thinking about, well, what are the pathways for yourself? So cool. Fred, again, thank you. And, um, we will, yeah, we'll be reaching out. All right. Thank you, Dr. Wayne. You are welcome. This is One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. My guest today, Fred Moskowitz. I am Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the Exponential Success Coach. Thank you for being here. We'll see you here next time. Thank you for listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P. Dr. Wayne Purnell, the Breakthrough Success Coach and your Powerful Presence Mentor.